to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Today, I'm going to pray before I start the, uh, bringing, bringing forth the word of God. And um, Father God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just open my heart to whatever you want to speak, Lord. If you want to speak, I know it's through your word, but uh, the words that I study, all my notes, if you want to change it, Holy Spirit, feel free to do so. Let, I don't want it to be from the flesh, but I give permission to take over, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, bless my brothers and sisters that are here and the ones that are coming and the ones that could not make it and the ones that are going to listen to this through the audio. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Whew. Well, maybe this is just a read. I already knew, I'm going to tell you this, I already knew that Pastor Tom was going to ask me, and I was asking God, I hope he doesn't, and my husband knows it's true. I was sitting on my couch, and if you've been in my house, you see fruit everywhere, kitchen, um, kitchen, dining room, you name it, grapes, all kinds of fruit, so... When I was sitting the other day on my couch and looking at the kitchen, I was looking, admiring the fruit, and I was like, Lord, this is beautiful what you created, because I admire everything that God created, right? Okay, and then, same, I, I know was the Lord, I know. Get ready, start writing it down about the vine, the true vine, and the branches. And I said, Joe, Pastor Tom is going to call me one of these days. He said, I know. So I was getting ready. And I did on my, I got in John 15. Hallelujah. And I started writing my notes. But this time, somehow, I was getting a little nervous. I don't know why. Because I haven't been up here for a while. So uh, I was happy that I <laughs> didn't come up here because I don't know what he's going to do to me after. So, <laughs> Okay, so let's go to John 15. I'm going to read John 15 till uh, verse 9, 10, and then I'm going to skip down to 16, 23, uh, 19, 20, 23. It's not going to be all, so bear with me. John 15, okay? I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Ooh. That it may bear my more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and die in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit, of itself unless it abides in me and abides in a vine which is Jesus neither can you unless you abide in me oh I'm sorry abide in me and I in you and as the branch cannot bear fruit 
of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Five. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Oh, glory. If, you, if everyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch, and is withered, and they gather them, whether there's dry, dry, no good for nothing. And they gather them, and they throw them on the fire, into the fire. And they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you want, what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Wow, I love this one. All of them, but this one too. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you abide, if you keep my command, commandments and you abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. But I'm going to, uh, because it's too much, so I'm going to go down to 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. So now, I'm going to read 19. If you were, okay, a lot of people, and then I'll, I'll explain after. If you were of the world, the world would love its own, yet, because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember, the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they prosecuted me, they will also prosecute you. If they, kept, if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. 23, he who hates me hates my father. Wow, that I cried when I, when I, I don't want to go talk about it. But 26, but when the helper comes, who I shall send to you from the father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father, he will testify of me. Hallelujah. Now, uh, I'm going to ask Corey, to put some pictures up, please. Let's talk about the vines now, okay? I apologize if I messed up some words because I have to go to my Portuguese Bible. I have two jobs here doing this. I have to look at some words in my Portuguese Bible, then go back. So I work twice more than you. Anyway, <coughs> glory to God. So... I was looking, okay. That's the vine that is pruned, okay? Beautiful vine, beautiful branches, and you even can see the little grapes there already growing. Gorgeous. And you can tell that vine is going to produce, the branches are going to produce much fruit. Next, please. 
There's the fruit. Was pruned. Beautiful. Looks great. Great grapes. Next, another one. I love it. I admire that. But let's go to the, the other one. That's the vine that is not pruned. Full of branches. But there's no fruit there. And if there is fruit there, they are like almost on the ground. They are very ugly, dirty, with spider webs. And they never turn red like the ones that are pruned and no leaves around, okay? Next, that's the neglected vine. No pruning. They are tangled up, you know? It looks ugly, okay? So there's a different. Now I'm going to explain what I have on my, in my notes. Are you okay so far? Okay. Does it make sense to you? When I get to the pruning, you're not going to be so happy because I wasn't either. <laughs> the pruning is <laughs> the tough part, but it's good because what prunes us is the word of God. Amen. All right. We know, let me, I'm not going to go deep in this, but I know, and I can give you the verses about the um, vineyard. Israel, okay. the symbol of Israel is vineyard. God planted that seed there. This is in Isaiah 5. I see Pastor Tom looking like if she's, she's not giving the verse. No. Isaiah 5. One through seven. Okay. So, Lord, the God the Father planted that perfect seed. He cleared the, 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 the ground, took out all the, the rocks. Everything was so perfect for the, his people, the, his chosen ones. But you know what? Even though they had everything, they were complaining, they were never happy. And they start turning their back on God. They never had enough. They were never happy. Okay? Like some Christians sometimes these days. They're not happy. Even God gives us everything. Even the, G, the, the true vine that we're going to get there. So they were not happy. God took them out of the Egypt, right? They should have been happy. They were not happy still. Still complaining. So that vine... The vineyard was, had a lot of branches, but no fruit. Then what happened? But if you want to go, go deeper, study, I'll give you Hosea 10, 1 to 2, Jeremiah 2, 21, Psalm 80, 8, 9. But I didn't go deeper than this. I know that they're still waiting for the Messiah and uh, they need us to go, you know, to bring them to the Lord. Okay. So, but you know that the symbol of Israel was the vineyard. All right. Now, let's go to the true vine, which is Jesus Christ. He is the true vine. He came to us. God the Father is so good that he sent the true vine, Jesus, to make everything new. And there is only one Jesus. Only one Savior, Redeemer, Healer, Provider, it's Jesus. When he died on the cross, he didn't just die like Pastor Tom says. You know, it took me a while in the beginning. My God, I was so, I was like, 
I was having a hard time in the beginning to understand. But after when you go deeper and you keep learning, you keep listening, it makes sense to you, right? Remember those times I used to come up here so much, so many times? Now when I look back, it's, it was terrible. I used to hug this mic. This was mine. All he needed my name on it. Okay. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> All of you know that we're here. Okay, let's go now to John 15.1. Jesus is the true vine. I am the true vine, he said. John 11.25. I am the resurrection and the life. John 10, 7, I am the door of the sheep. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way to the kingdom. I am the truth of the kingdom, and I am the life of the kingdom. This is a teaching from Pastor Tommy. It made so much sense that day. It stayed in my, in my heart, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. I think I got it right, but if not, he'll tell me after. Um, anyway, John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. John 6, 48, I am the bread of life. John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. John 6, 51, I am, oh, wait, I am the, the, the bread that came, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Oh, glory to God. And then John 8, 58, this is awesome. Before Abraham was, I am. Can you imagine? Before Abraham was, I am. He was saying, he was, he always existed. He was the word. Jesus and the Father are one. And I, it says in John 10, 30, I and the Father are one. So Jesus always existed because at John 1, John 1, 1, Jesus said, I am the word. No, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. I'm a little nervous, so forgive me. The word was with God, and the word was God. And everything was made by him, and without him, nothing was made. In verse 2, that is made. You see? So Jesus is God. But I, when, we, when we pray... We pray to the Father. I do. I don't know about you. In the name of Jesus. I know that he's like God. Okay? Same nature of God. He has the same nature. But I pray to the Father. Why? Because when he uh, told the disciples, that they asked, Lord, teach us how to pray. What did he say? When you pray, pray like this. Our Father in heaven. So he was telling us to pray to the Father. You can talk to Jesus. He's not deaf. He lives inside of you, okay? But I go to the Father, my daddy, because of it, what Jesus did. And then the spirit of truth that lives inside of us helps us. He helps us to what to say. He convicts us of sin or whatever we do wrong. Or he helps us to do the, you know, the right things. I, I know I need his help every single day. Every moment. So the true vine in the branches. Whew. John 15, 1 through 16. Okay, that's what I'm going to read. I No, I already did. One verse that Jesus is saying that he is on the true vine, and God is the vine dresser. Okay, here, here, here we go. 
Jesus is the true vine, and the Father is the vine dresser. He is the farmer, the gardener. So G Father God was the one that um, put the seed in their soil, which is Jesus, and he could he he took good care of it. He took the weeds out. He planted that seed. Took the weeds out. Watered it, and then the sun was hitting, and then it started um, blooming. And then the buds, first, first the buds, right? And then blooming. And then the branches, little branches started growing, growing and bearing fruit. Okay, that's us. That's us. <sighs> okay, what is in the, the, forgive me, but uh, I have to go down more. And then it kept growing and blooming, and the branches started growing beautifully and started bearing fruit, the grapes. Verse 2, Je Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches. And every branch in him, in Jesus, that does not bear fruit, he takes away these branches. <clears throat> these branches are the ones believers, born-again believers that are still connected to the vine, even though they don't bear fruit, but doesn't mean that they are disconnected. No, they are connected to the vine because they became born again. They repented of their sins, so they were, they were still connected in the vine. And then, he did not send them to hell. He didn't send anybody to hell on this verse, okay? It's just that we were on the vine. Man, in the house, I was doing so good. I don't want to be nervous. Jesus' name. Okay. <sighs> they are still connected to the vine. Okay. So that means... I have too much here. Okay. Let's put this. These are the branches. I was brought up with uh, grapes, my both sides, my both uh, grandparents. This is the vine, no fruit. And these are the branches that are taken away. Doesn't mean they are taken away, disconnected from the Father. Okay? They just take away, they fall in down. Take away means fall in down. That means they were born again, but they turned their back to God, and they went to the world, living like the world. But then, the ones that bear fruit, okay, we are supposed to go after these people, because we bear fruit, and we're supposed to lift them up. They are discouraged. They are going through stuff in their marriage with their children, with the addictions, with many things. So we, as born-again believers, we got to push them up. We got to lift them up. We got to encourage them. We got to love them. That's what it means. That's why I got this here, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even my Joe went to get the stick. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take it home if he's... Not doing too good, he's going to get hit with it. Uh, <laughs> okay, 
So we already know. So they needed be, to be lifted up. And we are the ones, we, especially here in this church, that we learn so much. We are supposed to go when we know that they are, are falling down, sad, addictions, fooling around, doing many things, worldly things. We, full of compassion, love, the love of God, we go and bring them in. Bring them in, okay? Even if they say no, just try again. Don't stop. Thank you, Jesus. These are new glasses. Forgive me. I have to put them on. In a okay. Now, John 10, 27. Oh, but remember, okay, the ones that bear fruit are us. We are the ones that bear fruit. Born again believers that stay and stand in the word of God. Stand in the word. Stay, spend in time with him. Come and listen to preachings, teachings. These are the people that bear fruit. But what is Jesus saying? If we are pruned, that we're going to bear more fruit. Why? I'm not going to be a hypocrite right here in front of all of you. I need a lot of pruning still. I'm being pruned every single day. Okay? And I think I will until the day I go home. Okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. Because the more we are pruned, the more fruit we're going to bear. And we're going to step out in faith and get the lost. Do that, whatever we have to do. Because we got to fulfill our calling. That God called us. Each one of us have a calling, okay? So let's not forget that. What is pruning? We know the vine is pruned with the cutters. The scissors, the cutters, or whatever you want to call. Us is the word of God. Hallelujah. The word of God. And it really cleans me in. Whew, as I was studying it, I was being clean. So, listen to me. I'm going to go back to these that we're going to go and lift them up. Bring them with love. Bring them home. Care for them. Love them. Help them. Pray for them. We're going to bring them. Because some people say, oh, they are in the world. I used to say this. That's why I'm saying it. Oh, they are in the world. They lost their salvation. But no, they are born again, connected to the vine. Listen to me. Listen to me. My sheep, this is the proof. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. And I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Again, they are connected to the vine. They didn't lose their, their, their salvation. They're just waiting for help. But once we come to the Lord, we'll fully repentance, truly repentance. If I just confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I don't really mean it, I didn't repent, it's false. It's not true. We have to have a change of life. We have to turn back to sin to live a holy life. <coughs> Excuse me. To live the life that God chose for us to live. See anybody? Sit here, son. <coughs> Man, I'm yelling too much. 
sorry. <laughs> yes, Jesus, I'm okay. Thank you, Lord. I've got to go slow down a little bit now. <coughs> so those, God is so loving. Nobody can snatch them out of his hands because they are born again. He loves them just like he loves us, the ones that bear fruit. Even though they don't bear fruit, we do, but the love is the same. Because Jesus loves those that are in hell. He didn't put them there. Hell was not made for mankind. Hell was made for the demons and his angels. So we don't belong there. So we don't let them go. We have to go after them and bring them back to the Lord. Okay? So... That's our jobs. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Pruning. Here comes the pruning. And the pruning is for us here, born again believers. Okay, which is verse 2. Pruning. And uh, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that they may bear more fruit. What is the pruning? Pruning is cleaning, cut off, take off. The branches that are no good. And it's not with clippers, I already said, or with cutters. It's by the sword of the Spirit. Oh, Maria, where is that? Well, let's go to Hebrews 4.12. The Spirit. The Spirit. Okay. The Word of God is alive and active. Then any double-edged sword it penetrates even the to abiding, dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Here's the pruning. The word of God. We take the word of God and we read it. And it changes you. Takes the bad stuff out. It does it to me. It must, it must do it to you too. Uh, but what, what are you talking about? What's the bad things inside of us, uh, inside of us. Well, I'm going to give you a few examples from my life. So I'm not blaming you. I'm going to point it to myself. We have to have, we have to be pruned, and the pruning is not easy. It hurts sometimes because we think we have it all together. Oh my God, I'm a, I'm a saint. I go to church. I jump up and down during the worship. I love people. I show my love to them, I smile, listen, but no, the sword of the spirit comes, we read the word of God that changes us, changes our attitudes, judging, gossiping, lust, anger, lying, unpatient, murmuring, <laughs> um, my way or no way, greedy, wrongdoings, hate, wrong thoughts, wrong words, fornication, places that we go, no, we got to be careful, offense, who we are hanging around with, very important, complaining, unforgiveness, hurt, pride, jealousy, controlling, self-pity. Huh. This, this is only a little bit. And the Lord, as I was studying it, he was doing a cleanup in my side, in, inside of me. So if he does it to me, he's going, he must be doing it to you too. 
So give glory to God. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying we are going to be pruning until we go home. We are not perfect. Perfect was only Jesus. But we can be. We, can, we are supposed to represent Jesus here. We're supposed to walk like him, talk like him, think like him. If not, Pastor Tom, just hit over us over the head with a Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can use him because he's not getting mad at me. <clears throat> so uh, we got to go through all this and more, a lot more. But I only put this down. So the sword, the sword of the spirit cuts the bad stuff, divides. He knows the attitudes. He knows everything about us because he is the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. If we are obedient to his word, to God's word, and willing to let him change us with his word, we will. I'm telling you. And we can bear more fruit. We can, we can, we have to obey him, be willing, and change so we can bear more fruit. That's the pruning. And then I'm going to show the, the fruit before the pruning and after. Luscious pruning. Luscious fruit. Luscious fruit. And the other one, ugly. We, we don't want to bear those kind of fruit, I'm telling you. Okay. So it changes us, cuts off all the junk, and then we bear more fruit. Verse 3. So that also... Oh, my God. We become gods of God's word. Uh, that also. Oh, we become God's. Oh, I guess I made a mistake here. We are already clean by the washing of the word of uh, the word of the word. So it's like the disciples when uh, they walked with Jesus. Okay. And what did Jesus say? You are already washed. Because they heard the word. They heard him preaching the kingdom of God. They seen all, all the miracles, signs, and wonders that Jesus did. They were ready. Okay? They were the disciples of Jesus Christ. And that's who we are. All of us. But to get there, to be a disciple, we still have to go through some things. Okay. Abide in John 15. There's, there's 10 times the word abide. A bind is mentioned 10 times in John 15, and the bind means living, remaining, be connected, fellowship, relationship, communion, intimacy with Jesus, spending time in his word, spending time with him. Not just spending time there do, doing nothing or worshiping, but it's, it's very important for us to get in a word. First in a word that's me. I like to be first in the word. Then I talk to him. I worship him. Is it every day? Well, I'm not going to lie. Why? He knows everything. There's days that I'm so busy, and I tell Joe is already in bed, and I say, Joe, I didn't even took the Bible on my hands today. Oh, God, forgive me. And he's in bed, and I'm reading the Bible at least a couple of verses before I go to bed. I'm not going to be in front of you lying or pretending to be so holy that I do everything so perfect. No. No. This is, this is me. If I have time and God knows everything about it. Okay, so, 
So we know that we have to have intimacy, be in the word, relationship, fellowship, all that. I already said it. The word of God shapes us, molds us, changes us, transforms us. It's all the word of God. Okay. Us, <clears throat> we, and then we become more and more like Jesus if we abide in him, in the true vine, and we bear beautiful fruit. And we walk out, you go shopping, everybody sees it. You have a beautiful smile, not a fake one. Hi. Hello. You want me to hold it for you? No. You do it with love. It's got to be from the inside. I, I, this is how I am. When I walk in that door, you think I have it all together. Oh, Maria is always joyful. Maria is always showing her teeth. You, th <laughs> you think it's because I, I don't have anything that comes against us, against our children, against our bodies, against... No, but I choose to smile. I choose to believe that Jesus is my healer. I choose to believe that my, my children and grandchildren are going to serve the Lord. Because it, like says in uh, Joshua 24, 15, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We have to choose. What do you want to say? Oh, but I have a pain here. No, this pain is not mine. And that's one thing I was um, writing my notes, and the Lord reminded me because I used to do it. Tell people not to say, my headaches, oh, my pain. It's not yours. It's not mine. It's the devil. So we're we supposed to take it back in Jesus' mighty name. Don't, don't declare it's yours. It's his. He put it on us. So you put it on me, you take it back in Jesus' name. By his stripes, I am healed. Oh, Maria, but do you, and then it happens? No, but I keep saying during the day, all day until he's mad at me, and I feel bad, and I get in my drums, and boom, it's like a crazy house. I don't know how to play, but I love it. Make noise for the Lord. The Lord loves. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So it's not when you see somebody joyful, you'll know if it's true or not. If they give you a hug, you feel it if it's true or not. Okay? For seriously, I know. So I know that you know too. <laughs> okay. It's in Jesus that we can help others, love others, ministering to others, give to the poor. Whatever God puts in you to help, to do, just do it. Just do it, but do it with love. Done with, and everything is done with the help of the Holy Spirit. He is the one that puts stuff in you. He is the one that tells you what to do. He is the one that tells you give $10. He is the one that get, tells you give one. Well, give this, give that. He is the one that tells you, go to the store now. Because we pray, me and my husband in the morning, Holy Spirit, let it be you, the will of our Father right now, your Spirit, Father God, direct us to the places we should go, to who we should talk, what to say, work in us, and show us. We ask him. Every morning in my prayers, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit, not by Maria, not by the flesh. Because it might take me to the wrong place or say the wrong thing. But if it's according to his will, it's perfect. And pleases our Father in heaven and our Lord Jesus. Okay? I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying. 
Okay. So then we have the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22-23. And we all know these, right? Fruits of the Spirit. Love, peace, joy, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these there is no law, no limitations, no restrictions. It should be abundance of the fruit of the Spirit. There's no limitations. Hallelujah. We are the righteousness of God. And righteousness is a fruit. Righteousness. Seek God first in his righteousness. Righteousness is the fruit. And the very beautiful one, they all are. But this one, with that, uh, if we are not righteousness, that means we didn't repent. We are fooling ourselves. When there's repentance, true repentance, there we become the righteousness of God. Right standing with God. The old man is dead. We got to remember that. The old man is dead, and we are the new men. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If that doesn't excite you, it excites me, because I know I'm not the old man. The old man was really bad, but this one, oh, my Lord, just wants to please the Lord. So it's righteousness is a fruit. Um, we are the righteousness of God without repentance, see? And uh, without repentance, not, we don't turn around from, and you don't turn around from your sins, we cannot be a fruit. If you're not living righteous, if you're not repent, repentance comes first. You cannot be a fruit. What kind of fruit are you going to bear if you're not living right with God, right standing with him? We fool ourselves. Just to pretend, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. Stop. Because we, you know what? Everybody is calling themselves believers. The devil is a believer. He knows the whole Bible. He came from heaven. And then, okay, it's, oh, I'm a Christian. Really? When I was Catholic, I was a Christian. But I didn't know anything about the Bible. But you go around, I'm a Christian. Catholics are Christians, Jehovah Christians, that name Christian, my God, today is everywhere. No, don't go by that. I am born again a Bible. I follow Jesus. I'm born again. God lives in me. And I love when the Jehovah Witness goes to my home, uh, to my door. Joe is inside listening. And man, it just flows out of me. And they say, oh, we're going to go. We know that you study the Bible. I say, no, 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 please wait. I'm going to pray for you. For you tell the people the truth. Because you're not doing it. And one day you're going to face Jesus. He's going to say, what did you do with my name? Oh, no, we got to go. We got to go. I say, the blood of Jesus over you. Preach the truth. Tell the truth. If you go from door to door. And Joe laughs. He's inside laughing. He goes, you let him have it. Yes. <laughs> Philipp, Philipp, uh, Philippians 1.11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which is in Christ Jesus. James 3.7. Fruit of wisdom. Wisdom is another fruit. And we all should ask God for wisdom, understanding. Um, wisdom, understanding, and forgot to knowledge. I ask for knowledge, too. Uh, discerning all that we we need it okay 
discern the spirits too. Because sometimes huh, it's not the right spirit that you're talking to. You got to recognize who is, if it's the Holy Spirit or the other spirits. And I don't like those. I'm not even going to talk about him. Thank God I haven't done it for a while and I hope I'll never do it again. But if I have to, I'll obey God. Ah, where am I? Okay, okay, salvation. Sure. So we know that the Holy Spirit came to us because Jesus prayed to the Father and they were sent to us, right? So there's no need for us to say, but I can't do it. Well, today I was nervous. I don't know why, but I said, oh, my God, I haven't been there. What if I don't do good? And then they not, they, they're going to say, oh, today I didn't like it at all. You know, the enemy was playing with my mind, and I told my husband. I said, he's trying to put me down today. He said, don't do that because you're going to do good. I said, would you go up there if Pastor Tom asks you? No. <laughs> Today, I'm discussing everything. <laughs> okay. Okay, there's another verse, John 15, 6. And, and this, this verse is different. Okay, if, if anyone does not abide in Jesus, the vine is cast out. The dry branches, it, uh, oh, is cast out as the dry branches, and then th they are thrown in a, in a fire, and they are burned. Who could that be? Those are unbelievers, the fake believers like Judas. Judas was a disciple. He walked with Jesus just like the other 11, and I'm sure he preached. I'm sure he did the work like the other ones, right? But where was his heart? In the money. His heart was not in the things of God, even though he heard preaching the kingdom of God that Jesus preached. He's seen miracles, signs, and wonders happening, but his heart was not in the things of God. His heart was in the money. That's why he sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And then when Mary, Lazarus' sister, was anointing Jesus with a very costly oil, what did he say? Was a waste. Could have been sold and given to the poor. His heart was not in the poor. It was in his pocket because he was the one that, that um, was in charge of the treasury, the money of the group. He was a fake one, a backstabber, but Jesus knew it all. But it had to happen, of course, but it was him, the traitor. And we pray that we never do that trade. We never make anything an idol before God. God is always the first one because we can make idols of our children, husbands, cars, TV, or a house, anything. Okay? In my house, it was funny. <laughs> We have a TV. Yeah, we do. But it has a little box only with the local channels. And my son, the one that came from up north, he came over one day. He was looking. Didn't say anything. TV. I don't like to be talking in the TV crazy loud. Like you go to certain homes. My God, it's like you can't wait to leave there. Uh, either we are talking or watching TV. So he was there. He noticed that TV was always <laughs> turned off. Never was turned on, right? 
So Christmas Eve, I guess it was a game going on. And he goes, Mom? I said, yes. Does your TV work? I said, mm-hmm, local. Oh, why? Because I notice every time I come here, you never have the TV on. It's always off. I said, we don't watch TV. We don't. Why? Bad news. I don't need to hear bad news. I see it all every day, every way I go. Okay, we should be, yes, we should know a few things so we can pray for certain things. And I'm not going to go over it. I'm going to stop here. But we shouldn't be spending all day in front of the TV. You want to watch a game? There's nothing wrong to watch games. Um, <laughs> but we got to be careful because there's a lot of junk. And that junk, if you keep watching it, gets in you. And then you speak it out as you heard it because it goes in our soul. And we're going to be speaking, we're going to be speaking like them or thinking like them or fear comes in. Don't allow that to happen. Or your children, whatever they're watching, we got to be very careful these days. Okay, because when I go to their homes, I can't wait to leave. I'm being honest. The TV is so loud, and it's things that I don't see one thing good about it. But, hey, it's not my house. So, my God, I'm ahead already. That's okay, the costly perfume, okay. Number seven, in the vine, Jesus, and his word, Oh, if you abide in Jesus and his word abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. So we'll, we will receive, listen to this, if you abide in Jesus, you can pray to the Father, right? If we abide in Jesus, we abide in God because Jesus and God are one. they both one. So if we're going to pray, if we go in front of God praying for something, we got to be careful what we pray for. Is it good for us? Because if it's good for us, he's going to hear our prayers and he's going to answer. But if I'm, if I'm going to pray for stupid things, he doesn't want anything bad to happen to us. He's not going to give it to us. You can spend days and nights on your knees praying. If it's not good for you, we're not going to receive it. Only what's good. Only what's according to the Bible, to his will, we're going to receive. Other than that, don't expect to receive. And when we receive, we, we want it to be like a microwave. You put it in, oh, so quick. No, sometimes we wait. There's nothing wrong with waiting as long as we trust him and we are expecting whatever we asked according to his will. Amen? Just like healing, I can tell you this. Healing sometimes can happen quick some other times it might take long but but we never we never say i'm not gonna oh my god it will never happen you're declaring the word and it's not gonna happen so we're not gonna receive it so if you're praying with faith that we're gonna receive i'm gonna receive i'm still waiting for some things but i don't doubt because my father loves me he loves us and if he promised to his promises to us are yes and amen, so we should receive it in Jesus' name. 
Uh, what time is it? Oh, my God. I better hurry up. Okay, so when we, do, when we bear fruit, it's John 15, 8, but I'm going to just read it. When we bear fruit, we glorify the Father. Oh, my Lord. And we become his disciples because we abide in his word. How do we become his disciples? Spending time in the word, fellowship with him, Come to TCVC or any other church that preach or teach the truth. Unless, if you go there, they don't preach the truth. Or the truth they don't teach like they supposed to, like the word, the true word. Get out of there! I watch TV. Uh, certain preachers on TV, it's disgusting. One pastor was saying, "There's people here in my church. You go into hell." Well, yeah, I was thinking, if I was in your church, I would take my Bible and run out of the door. This is me. And I just took it out. We got to be careful who we watch, who we listen to, because we are in a good ground here. Here, we are being equipped, disciplined, taught, and ready to go out and help others and bring the harvest in. This is the time for the harvest, Okay. They ask, there is a lot of people hurting out there, and they need us. They need me. They need you. Where? All around. In the parking lot. At the stores. I mean, you don't have to go far. You don't have to go out of country to get them. They are everywhere. And it's easy. I love talking to them about Jesus, to people about Jesus. Okay? That's my passion. It was always and uh, now, okay, I used to go on the cruise ships. It was to win souls. But then I learned about the kingdom. And I've seen miracles happen. People getting out of the wheelchairs. People, I cast out demons in a boat. I didn't know yet about the kingdom like I do today. But I was doing it, and I was like, oh, my God, it happened. Oh, my God, it was, thank you, Jesus. And then when I learn more about the kingdom, the power, authority that I had. Oh, my Lord. That, forget it. And then I, I was like, yes! Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Yes. So we do have to be trained, equipped, disciplined, in order to, and starting. We, got, we have to study. Um, listen to good preachers, teachers, and of course, we have them all here. We have everybody. Let's just look at the people that come up here with the word of God. This church is so blessed. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about all of you. Because I love when you, to hear each one of you. And, oh, but it's not the same subject. It's not supposed to. Let the Holy Spirit flow. Whatever he gives you, as long as it's in a word, just let it flow in Jesus' name. Amen? Okay, I don't, I'm not going to compare myself to Lewin. I'm going to compa not compare myself to none of you. Forget about Pastor Tom and Pastor Latasha, but, uh, or um, even Patrick. But I mean, I'm not. Maria's Maria. Whatever he wants to do through me, that's what I'm going to do. Amen? Amen? Yeah, it's not to please anybody. It's to please God. That's the only person I want to please is him. Amen. Hallelujah. James 1.22, but the do, oh, okay, so study, uh, and then, 
Okay, we study with a discipline to do the work of the kingdom. And some people study, but listen to this. James 1.22, but be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Okay? It's not just study the Bible, knowing the whole Bible, and not doing anything. We have to live it. We have to be doers of the word. And sometimes it's not easy. Why? People are timid. They have fear. They, it's hard to do that step of faith to go, oh, one more. Hey, I've done this. Glory to God. Then more, more, slowly, slowly, here and there. And then that's it. becomes normal. I forget about the mic. I'm sorry. It becomes normal to us. It's normal to me to talk about Jesus. Even if it's a cashier, I'm paying, and I say, you have a blessed day. And they get so happy. Do you need prayer for anything? Yes, I do. Then I pray for them. And they get on the phone, forget it. It's all the time. I got to tell them, do you need prayer before we hang up? I pray for people. I pray for myself. Why shouldn't I pray for others? But the other day, my mom caught me on a lie. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I was talking to my mom every day in the morning when I wake up. We talk on FaceTime. She lives by herself in Portugal. So if I see her, the light on, I say, good. She's awake. She's doing well. She's on FaceTime already talking. And you know they call to ask for money. I don't know about you, but my, the, our phone, one of them is always, oh, money for this, for that, for that, for that. And I was like, man, these people don't ask you for money. And I was like, my mom was on FaceTime. Listen to this. I asked God forgiveness. I had to. I sinned. <laughs> and um, I said, Hello. And they were asking for money for, I don't know, for so many things. And then um, I said, you know, follow English. I don't speak English. My mom goes like this, you're lying. <laughs> because you do speak English. And I was like, Joe, oh my God, my mom caught me lying. Lord, forgive me, I didn't mean to. You see, my mom, 85, I taught her not to lie, not to give excuses, and then she caught me right there. So we got to be careful what we say. It's so easy for us to fall. And then now I just say, hola, que necesita, Boom. what do you need? <laughs> He's laughing, he knows it's true. But she told me with a serious face. You're lying. Mom, I did? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Because you speak English. She's 80, 85 years old. And she, and she told me this. So now I remember always not to do it again. Okay, let's go. John 59. As the Father loves me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Abide in my love. Whew. I don't know about you, but I'm in love with the Lord. We only abide in God if you abide in Jesus. Like the Jewish need Jesus. They think they are, they are so much in love with God, connected to God. I'm going to talk about them a little bit but they are so far away. 
Jesus came to them. They were the chosen ones. But they rejected them. He walked among them. So he came to us. What we do now? We pray for them. We bless them. We pray for their salvation. We pray for the Lord to, um, to, to reveal himself to them. And for the Lord to send laborers to save them also. Okay? Because if they think they have God, they have everything. Well, let me tell you. If we, don't have, if we are not connected to the vine, we are not connected to God. Okay? There. I'm praying in tongues, so I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, if you keep my commandments, I'm going to go ahead a little more because I don't want you to fall asleep on me. Uh, John 15, 11, these things I spoke, I spoken that my joy may remain in you, that your joy may be full. So if we remain in joy in, in Jesus, we have the fullness of joy, no matter what comes our way. Because he is our joy. He is our prince of peace. He is everything to us. Okay? So we got to keep that joy flowing. Even if you don't feel like it. Joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. John fifteen sixteen. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you that you should go and bear much fruit, right? Hallelujah. And then whatever we ask in the Father, uh, to the Father in the name of Jesus, we shall receive it. We already said it. I was ahead of my notes. Um, Jesus. Okay. Many born-again believers, I noticed, they say, oh, I'm born again, but, but I'm, a, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And th that amazes me, because that's not what God said. We are not sinners. We were saved by grace. We were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We were sinners before, but not anymore. We are the new creation. God paid, Jesus paid it all on the cross of Calvary. So when I hear that, I correct them. Oh, I'm not. I tell them I'm the new creation. I am blood-bought was a high price that Jesus paid for me. So we got to remind them. They forget. Uh, I know. It's still a few, couple more minutes. Just don't drink coffee tonight because if you do, then you can sleep. But other than that, it'll be fine. Uh, Romans, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to speak. <laughs> I'm going to speak about salvation a little bit, okay? Romans 6:22 and fruit also. We are set free from sin and we have become become slaves to God and we have the fruit of holiness. Holiness is a fruit. I love it. Romans 7:4. Therefore my brother my brethren, you also have be become dead to the Lord, to sin, to the flesh, and things that we did through the body of Jesus, that you may be married to another, to him, who was raised from the dead, that you should go and bear fruit. Hallelujah. Uh, Ephesians 2, 8. By this, by the grace you have been, by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is, it is a gift of God. Let's get into this just 
for a minute. Pastor Tom teaches us over and over and over. We are saved by, the, by grace, by what Jesus did, the sacrifice he paid for us. It was nothing good that we have done. Nothing. Okay? So whatever we did, it didn't count. Because it, it was given us, freely given us. We didn't deserve it. But it was because God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son, John 3.16. For whoever believes in him, whosoever ever believes in him, shall not perish but have everlasting life. And that's us. We are so blessed. Hallelujah. So it was nothing good. Like Pastor Tom says, it's not by jumping up and down, coming to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. No, Jesus did it all. Jesus did it all. And all the glory to God and thank you, Jesus. Uh, so he redeemed us. We were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. My last ones, because I had more, but I'm going to skip. Okay, so Jesus left. Before he left, he gave us power, authority, and Genesis 126, dominion and all that. He did not leave us alone. The Holy Spirit came. Luke 9, 1 gave us the power and authority again. Mark 16, he, uh, 16 17, 19. I'm not going to read it because, you know, go and cast out devils, do this. And the, in my name, they will speak in new tongues and you know all this. So he, not, he did not leave us alone. And he prepared us. He gave us, he gave us all the power and authority and dominion ev over everything. Except men, of course. But every creeping thing and every creature, like the creatures that I hate as spiders, but I'm not talking about that. <laughs> every, everything that is not, oh my God, like I say, yeah, everything. They will speak with new tongues. Cast out demons. They will heal the brokenhearted. If they drink anything, this is us too. Any deadly poison, it will not touch us, right? So, he is so good. Now, let's, 1 Peter 2.9. I love this verse. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. People of God, we are so special to God. They, and, and special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. And then on uh, Revelation 5.10 says, And made us kings and priests to our God. My Lord, these two verses go together. We are everything to God. When he looks at us, he sees his kings and priests. Look at my people. Look what they're doing. What I commended them to do, they are doing it. And we got to keep doing it. And this is only the beginning. You know, I had a vision. And Pastor Tom's church, I'm not saying, I didn't see this. There was hospital beds. People with ID, I mean, so many people here for healing. And Pastor Tom was moving like he and there, and there was more. I couldn't tell. It was so many people moving around. And that's going to happen. 
People are going to get out of the hospitals, nursing homes, and God is going to use us because we are being well-trained, discipled, equipped to do the job, okay? So we got to believe it and, and step out in faith. Do not fear. Because when I asked you all for prayer for my son and his daughter, you know what happened? They are so happy living down here. And my granddaughter is doing great. She's in school and they live in so perfectly. An amazing life. Why? I thank you for the ones that prayed. Yes, it's hard to come up here and tell my business or your business to people. But sometimes you are so desperate that you need somebody to pray for you. Don't feel bad to ask for prayer, because I do. I do. I'm not saying go to everybody, because my people, some lie like I did to my mom in front of my mom. <laughs> but uh, the ones that you trust. <laughs> she reminds me every time I talk to her. Have you been lying today? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my first, my last, for, my my last verse for the day is this, and I hope it will be yours too. That day, when I meet Jesus to face to face, the only thing I want to hear from him is this: Jesus, Matthew twenty-three, uh, twenty-five, twenty-three. Well done good and faithful servant. And I hope you feel the same thing. I just wanna thank you all for coming. And I didn't even go through all the, I just jumped, I don't know what I did. But I know whatever I did, it was not a lie. It was all from the word of God. So thank you, Father. I thank you for everything that was done. Yes, I was a little nervous today. I'm not gonna lie again, because you know the truth. And the truth sets us free. Lord, again, bless and protect them on the way home. And protect their families, Lord. And thank you for TCVC, where we come to be equipped, to be trained, to be discipled, to go and bear fruit. Because the pruning is the one, the thing that, we bear much fruit. Now, I'm going to ask you one thing. I thought I was done, but I forgot this. Before the pruning, here's the fruit. You want to, would you like to have to bear this kind of fruit or this luscious fruit? This one. So let God prune you. Just like it's pruning me every single day. And that this is what I love. These are part of my decorations. But I, these are from the outside. And I was like, ugh, so ugly. And I was like, yeah, it's the ones that nobody cares. They don't go after them. But these are the ones that are pruned. So let God prune you and prune me so we can be a beautiful, luscious fruit in Jesus' name. Amen.
So remember to seek first the kingdom.